Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Ellen. And this is our podcast, Uniquely Portable Magic, where we talk about all things books. Uh, This week is our series wrap episode for the um, Six of Crows duology. I think I've also heard it um, referred to as the Grisha duology. I don't but I don't know the proper duology name. <laughs> I guess I probably should have looked that up. Oops. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> whatever. You guys know what we're talking about. Uh, by Lee Bardugo. Um, so that would be Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So this is your friendly reminder <laughs> every episode that we will be talking in depth about this duology so if you care about spoilers um i would recommend having read both the duology and the previous shadow and bone trilogy as yes there's a lot of information that helps to lay the groundwork for this duology and while it's possible that we may not spoil anything from that trilogy just like just in case we're kind of putting that that spoiler out for for yeah. both series yeah for shadow so. and bone trilogy so that's shadow and bone siege and storm and ruin and rising yes and then for this duology six of crows and crooked kingdom cha cha i don't know why i said cha i don't think i ever say that in my life <laughs> i didn't even ever. know that was a, a thing that could be said of course, you can say anything, Alex. Please don't ask me what that accent was. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hmm. Interesting. Um, do you watch Shit's Creek at all? I don't. Oh, you, sh- <gasps> you should, as a side note. Um, okay, I, but- do, I do need a new show because um, I've been watching Grace and Frankie while I'm on the exercise bike and yeah. I'm in the final season so I need a new Shit's Creek new do it movie. it's so good it'll take a couple episodes to get into but I promise you it is worth it watch it and push through and then before you know it you're gonna be like oh my god I love this show so much but the mom on the show talks with this weird accent that you can't really pinpoint where it's from mm-hmm. um and that's, it sounded a little bit like what I was doing. Uh, not, it's not as funny as hers is, but, you know, well, we can just, pre- we can just also, pretend I was trying to if, be her. <laughs> sure, that works. Also, if you haven't seen Grace and Frankie, which I don't think you have. I haven't. It is so good. Oh, my okay. God. They're so freaking funny. Apparently, uh, as a quick side note, apparently this is also our the part of the podcast where we talk about TV shows. <laughs> Hey, I mean... That's Netflix, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, Shadow and Bone is now a Netflix show, and... It's all related. The Six of Crows duology is apparently part of that TV Yeah, it looks show. like they... It does appear that they sort of melded them together a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be interested... Once we're done with all of these Grisha-verse books, Alex and I will be watching that show, so stay tuned, because I'm sure we'll have stuff to talk about oh, in yeah. there. So be sure to stay tuned for that later. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of just finishing things on Netflix, um, <laughs> it's not a... Sorry, everybody. <laughs> this is... It's not a Netflix original show, but it's on Netflix. Okay. And it's um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It was on the CW. 
Oh yeah, that that <sighs> got nominated for awards, was didn't it? So good. It's only four seasons. It is so good. It is funny. It's poignant. It sheds some light on some important issues, but I'm not gonna say what because that would be a spoiler. Um, but no, that was top notch. Okay, I enjoyed so it thoroughly. Do I, do I do that or do I do Shit's Creek? No, Shit's Creek first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit's Creek first, for sure. But then I have your next one picked out after that, obviously. Okay, okay. And I still have a ton of shows that I have to watch too. Yeah. Including like New Girl and Parks and Rec and The Office and I know. Alex, it's just it's just so embarrassing. Like how are we even friends? Yeah, I know. And I feel like my my TV show negligence isn't even anywhere close to my movie um let's not even get started (laughs) y'all okay y'all I have to tell you Alex I'm throwing you under the bus here so it is June 10th 2021 Alex, is, only, that's when we're recording this episode. It will be yes. released at a different date, but yes, we're recording it. It'll be released a weeks someti- early. sometime in the future. <laughs> but so, so now you're you're traveling to the past. It's June tenth, twenty twenty one. It's really hot in Minnesota. <laughs> it was a high of like ninety nine today. It was excruciatingly oh my gosh, hot. That's terrible. No, it was really nice here. I actually so typically mm, so we nice record here. on. <laughs> Sunday mornings, whatever. I'm just going to gloss over that and keep telling you my story that's not interesting at all whatsoever. Um, so it's evening, and which is not our typical recording time, but Correct. we've been thrown off schedule a little bit recently with lives being... Who busy. knows what's happening. In so the, we're recording... I'm just going to stop talking. Okay, we're recording after dinner, and my dad and I went on a short walk um, between dinner and our recording session. Nice. Um... And while it's only in the 70s here, it's definitely a little humid, so I got a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I'll have time to shower. No. Oh, it doesn't actually matter because Ellen isn't going to be near me, so it's also totally true. fine that I'm, I can't like, smell you. Gross. You don't look sweaty. Exactly. You look fine. Yeah, yeah, but then it got me to remembering this saying that my aunts have told me multiple times about sweating. And that, as a woman, you don't say that you're sweating. I I know I'm getting this saying wrong, but it's something to the effect of, like, horses sweat, men perspire, women glisten, or, oh. like, glow, or something. Let me, let me just tell you. <laughs> and I was like, woman, I'm the horse in this yeah. scenario. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny that you say that. So I um, started working out with a personal trainer over a year ago. And one of the things that I first, <laughs> I first told her is that for the longest time, I didn't think I sweat. Like, like, like I would just, I would sweat a little bit, but like it, it was never dripping. It was never, like it would just like sit on my skin and it felt like I was glistening. And then I started working out with someone who like knew what they were doing on, oh my God, I sweat so much. And like, we laugh about it all the time. Cause I'm like, who? who the fuck did I think I was not like, I was just not doing it right. Like, (laughs) or I was, or I was giving up when it got difficult Mm. instead of pushing through it and actually sweating. (laughs) So we joke, we joke about that all the time. That's adorable. 
that. Well, welcome um, to the the sweating lifestyle. That's super annoying and frustrating. Should we start a podcast about that too? <laughs> sure, we could talk okay. about how I had a sweat buddy in high school for nice. volleyball. Yeah, because two like of it. us just like sweat way more than everyone else, and so we were <laughs> sweat buddies. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Oh my gosh. So it's uh, fine. But anyways, so we're recording. It's June tenth, twenty twenty one. Just is going back to just like how negligent her movie watching is. Just to bring it back to that part of the tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will eventually get to these books, like probably. Maybe. Um, <laughs> um, and Alex only watched the Lord of the Rings movies for the first time. What was it? May 20th? The weekend of May 20th? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I will take some responsibility as her best friend that I did not push for us to have watched those sooner. I will say, though, that I have tried many a time, (laughs) and either the timing wasn't right, or we didn't have enough time to watch all three, or whatever, well, yeah, and because of, you and insisted of course, on the extended editions. You have I'm to glad, watch the extended editions. I'm glad you did editions. because they were so good. You have to watch the extended editions. The other ones are fine and they're great, whatever. But, like, the extended editions are Whatever, just Oscar perfection. winners. <laughs> yeah, It's not right? like the, the normal editions won how many ridiculous amount of Oscars. Um, I don't think the them. first... I don't think the first two won... I mean, they won maybe a couple, but the last one won, like, 11... Oscars yeah so but yeah so Ellen's working on it she was I've been a little negligent but we'll get her there she'll we'll get her there (laughs) but yes I would say Schitt's Creek should be your next show is your is the side note there okay Okay, so (laughs) let's bring it on back (laughs) sorry for supposed to be talking about books yeah. Oh. I don't know. I kind of like talking about other stuff, too. Like, as long as we come back to books, I don't see why we can't talk about other stuff, too. I mean, it is a podcast about books, though. Like, do people want to hear us just randomly rambling on about other things? I don't know. I'm going to go with yes, because I don't have any evidence to the contrary, so. <laughs> okay, well, but yeah, you don't have any supporting <laughs> evidence, either. Shh. <laughs> We don't need your negativity in this space, okay? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Come on, Alex. <laughs> okay, so, bringing it on back to the Grishaverse. Yes. Alex. Ellen. Maybe it's more easy, more easier? Mm-hmm. Well English I'm, there, darling. I'm, have we explained that joke to everybody? <laughs> I don't think we have. So at some point in high school, I always make mistakes when I talk. Alex sometimes makes mistakes. <laughs> mistakes when she talks. I mean, sometimes... I knew you were tired and I knew you would get possibly loopy, but like, this is a, are you It's fine. Are you sure? <laughs> we're fine. Okay. It's great. We got this. I'm going to tell the story and we're going to talk about this and it's going to be our best episode ever. Um... <laughs> So, at some point during our high school career, um, one of us said something that was super grammatically incorrect, 
And then jokingly, it must have been you, because jokingly, I said to you, wow, well English. And you were like, you don't say well English. You would say good English. And I was like, I, yes, I know. That's the joke. Like, <laughs> And so ever now, since. yeah, anytime either of us say something wrong, the other one says, well English. <laughs> so. We're just super funny over here. I think so. So even if we don't get other listeners, I enjoy listening to our episodes. I, <laughs> I love it. And I, every time, every time, like you'll say something and I'll be like, I'll, in real life, I won't start to answer you <laughs> like I'm actually talking to you in real life, not listening to a recording of you talking. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. At Hopefully least you're that's typically, not too you're embarrassing. in your car, though, right? When you listen? Yes. Versus Thankfully, I'm, I'm usually by myself. I'm usually on a walk when I listen to our podcast. So that's nice. just me walking around <laughs> in the neighborhood, <laughs> randomly starting to talk to you, even though you're not there. Right. Because I do the same thing. Perfect. Yep. Okay. We're not. So working. we're totally fine. Mm-hmm. So anyways, there's two books in this little duology. Yes. Did that make it easier or more difficult for you to pick a favorite book? Well, so here's my problem. (laughs) Okay. Matthias dies in one of the books, so therefore that can't be my favorite book. Okay. So with that reasoning, the first book has to be my favorite book. That's really funny. Even though I don't know if, if I didn't have that requirement if it would be or not I'm not sure so for me it's really funny because I've also decided the first book is my favorite because Matthias dies in the second one but I know that if that hadn't happened the second one would have been your favorite the second book would have by far been my favorite book Mm -hmm. um but well but you really really liked Jesper and I think you see a lot more of him in the second yeah. book too. I so loved I, I loved Jesper and Wylan, like that mm-hmm. whole storyline. I loved seeing more of them, um, and I loved like and, and don't get me wrong, I love the whole enemies to lovers trope. So I loved that whole part with Nina and Matthias in the first book, mm-hmm. but just like them sort of sinking into their relationship and just getting those little snippets that we got in the second one was just beautiful. I loved learning more about these characters just in general because we just got so much more information about them in the second book. Mm -hmm. And so like by far that one, I loved them both, but by far that one would have been my favorite. (sighs) Except for Matthias dies. Um, you You get to see Nikolai. Like, you know, like book two is would have been what could have been no (laughs) right um so um, I I just can't come to terms with it yeah I agree with you on that I think (sighs) yeah so damn it Lee why'd you have to do for a second I forgot you were saying her name and so I thought you were saying damn it Lee like as a word and I was like (laughs) that doesn't what kind of talking about oh my gosh and then I was like no 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 she said damn it comma Lee yes (laughs) oh my gosh um so I guess with that being said do you have a favorite character in this series yeah 
think Matthias is still my favorite character. Okay, interesting. He was my favorite Cause character I know... in the second book. Yeah, because um, Inej was your favorite character in the first one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I still just love, like, seeing that transformation in him of, like, alt- completely altering his belief system. Yeah. Um, and how that looks and how it seemed like such a realistic way for that transition to occur because it's not like it just happened all of a sudden. Like, yes, there was a point where a switch flipped. Like, there was something that triggered him finally really, like altering and believing in something new versus you know you see a little bit of like oh questioning whether something is right and wrong but and I don't remember what the event was that he was finally like oh like this I've been seeing the world incorrectly Mm -hmm. but once that happened it wasn't all just like great smell the roses everything's changed it yeah like took a lot of internal turmoil and him still having these like habitual thoughts that were going against his new beliefs yeah that it was like such an interesting process to watch um and to just like experience yeah Absolutely. Plus, he was super adorable, um, yeah. especially with like how he loved Nina. It was I know. So cute. It was so good. And he has like a wolf to himself, like a beautiful giant white well, wolf. Not like, anymore, because they horrifically <sighs> set it off by itself to basically you know die. He also died too, and I don't like thinking about that either. So I'm just <laughs> kind of. Putting, setting that to the side. Oh, we're just ignoring just, that? Yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Got it. Sure. That's how we're dealing with it today. I'm, I'm kind of game for that, too. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, so, for me, I had the same sort... I mean, really, I was saying two favorites with a follow-up third. Right. But really, anybody who knows me should know that, really, it, I just had three favorites for each book. Um... So I wanted to challenge myself to try to pick my favorite of the three. Um, Because I liked them all for very different reasons. And I liked, especially, you know, Nina and Inej for um, similar reasons for, like, what they represented for, like, young girls and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, And their strength and their bravery and their respective badassness. Because I think they were very... They're both very much badasses, but in in mm-hmm. in ways that suit them, right? Yes, I agree. Um, and um, so, but I think I finally came to terms with the fact that I think Nina was my favorite in the series. Um, okay. I just loved her sense of humor. Um, I loved a little bit how just irreverent she is. Um, I love how selfless she is, you know, taking the, um, param, param, duda param, uh, knowing that it could lead to her death, 
um, and and prepared for it to have led to her death. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pushing through that, um, discovering her new power, um, or beginning, to, I should, I guess probably we could just say beginning to discover her new power, because mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think we've seen the last of that yet. Right. Um, and, um, I loved her love with Matthias, um, and I think that she offered, um, I mean, they all offer very unique perspectives to this little group that they formed, but I just liked her perspective, um, and, and she's not, like, this... And, and I hate to say it this way because it makes it sound like the rest of them are heart, heartless people because they're not. Because really the only person that you could maybe even say is heartless would be Kaz. But there's certainly even other instances where you see that he is maybe just mostly heartless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, even he... You could... I think you could make an argument that he's not completely heartless. Um... But, um... I'd say maybe a better description is, like, he's hardened his heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it's much better. Uh, But I think that she just um, was a little bit, or is a little bit more open um, in her, just in herself, and as a part of the group, and, I don't know, I just loved her. Mm -hmm. And really, I loved all of them for very different reasons, but... I had to, I challenged myself to pick just one, because <laughs> I don't often challenge myself to just pick one, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yes, thank Where you. you go? But it was very painful, and I'm trying really hard not to be like, but also, like, I love, <laughs> I love the rest of these guys. this character was really great, too, and I love yeah. it for all of these reasons. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, oh, my gosh. It, um. Mm-hmm. They were so good. I enjoyed them so much. Um, so, you know, part of, part of the reason I like doing these episodes is because I like to talk about the biggest surprises. Um, and I feel like, for me at least, book two was just surprise after surprise. And every time I thought Kaz could not possibly have something else up his sleeve, he's like, look at these four other things I have up my sleeve. <laughs> Oh, I know. I, was, um. I had a lot of trouble with this one because, like you said, it's literally, like, every time Lee Bardugo makes you think as a reader that you're in on the whole plan and, like, yeah. you finally know what's going down. Right. You don't. No. And then you get surprised by all these things and then some twists happen so they have to come up with, like, some new portions of the plan and then... Again, as the reader, you're like, yes, I know what's happening. This is going to be awesome. And then, right. again, you no- it just, like, is yeah. a repetitive cycle that happens throughout this duality. And you don't, and you, at least, at least for book. me, yeah, and at least for me, you don't learn. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> you would think halfway through book two, maybe, you'd be like, Okay, so clearly I need to learn that this pattern is that we don't know all the information and that there's going to keep being surprises. But no, then the next thing happens and I'm like, no, this time for sure. I've got all the information. And then it happens and I'm like, damn it! (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It happened again! (laughs) Exactly. Um, Which is one of the reasons why 
I really liked it because it made it, like, frustrating. Yeah. And kept you on your toes and, like, completely was deceptive and misleading and, mm-hmm. yeah. So would you reread it as our as our resident less likely to reread a series? Oh, gosh. I don't know. But we didn't even, we haven't actually talked about if there were, like, any surprises that... Well, I know. We can go back to that, but now, okay. I, now I want to know, do you think you'll reread it? Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. The only, I would say, without Matthias's death, I would for sure reread it. Mm-hmm. I probably You could just, you could just reread it and fit, end the second book in, like, the chapter before he dies. And you could just, you could just be like, huh, I wonder how it works. I hope it all works out. Right? Yeah, I don't know if That's... I would reread the Shadow and Bone trilogy. I definitely... We're not talking about that. We're I know. I'm... These two. Right, but, like, typically... Actually, no, that's not the case. I would say that now that I've started rereading books, which I never did before, right. I, t- I typically like to reread all of it, and even though these are different series, they're kind of continuations. Sure, so they're the same world. Right, yeah. to read all of them again. Um, but I don't think I would do this in, in that case. I would definitely start with Six of Crows. But I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. So it's just so heartbreaking. Yeah. So I, I, I would definitely reread it. I, I realize that this question mostly is for you because for the most part, I'd reread any book I read. Um, <laughs> um, yet maybe, maybe we'll through this podcast, we'll find the first one that I wouldn't reread. Um, but, um, I think I will put, I would maybe do what I do with, um, when I listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. <laughs> so I cry many times throughout the the musical, um, even just listening to the music. Um, but the part that makes me cry the most is the end. Um, and I just right. sob. And it's like, and it's no matter how many times I've actually listened to it, I just, every time, I just sob and like snot and tears and it's not a pretty sight. Uh-huh. Um, like the first time I listened to it, I was driving and I had to pull over because I was crying so bad. Like I couldn't see where I was going. Um, well, thankfully you pulled over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but so what, so now when I listen to the show, I get to the song called Your Obedient Servant, which is the song where Aaron Burr writes his letter to um, Hamilton and he's like, um, but the song ends <laughs> with Aaron, it's like we hawk uh, like um, we hawkin dawn, guns drawn, you're on, and then they're like, and then they sing their names, and then the song's done, and that's when I turn it off every time. And jokingly, every time to myself, I go, "Huh, I wonder. I hope it all works out. I wonder how, <laughs> I wonder how that ends. It's weird that they stop a musical right here. <laughs> yeah, right. Um." So, so you I think, think I would do that if you read this book, even though the end, there's so much more after he dies that happens. Or I'd skip those two chapters and then just pretend he's still alive. <laughs> like, um, I would just, I would just do some really heavy pretending that he, <laughs> he's just in a coma. He's pulling a Sleeping Beauty. Oh God! If only a, he's pulling a Snow White. <laughs> 
I know. So sad. So surprises in this book. Yeah. I mean, like we just said, there were so many, but like, were there any that really stood out to you? More than the others. Or this, I guess I should say the series, not in this book. Um, mm-hmm. um, I guess actually for me, my biggest surprise is that Kaz and Inej didn't um, get together. Oh. I think would probably be the biggest surprise. Uh-huh. Um, I think it makes sense that they didn't end up together. And I, mm-hmm. and I love that they didn't end up together. Um, but there was so much that as a reader makes you yeah, think I, they're good together, makes you want them to be together. Yeah, and I would have been equally, I think I would have been equally happy if they had gotten together. Um, I do, I really like the choice that she, uh, that Lee made to not have them end up together. Yeah, but um, she still left room for there to be hope for the future. Also very true. Um, but... Yeah, I think that would, I mean, and then Matthias dying. Yeah. Would be probably my my two biggest ones. What about you? Yeah, I would say Matthias for sure, because I just, like, that didn't even cross my mind since no main characters had died previously that I just didn't even think that was possible, which it shouldn't be. <laughs> Um, but besides that, I think the two things that really stood out the most that I, I just, like, smacked me in the face were, mm-hmm. um, when Wylan was transformed into Kuei. Oh, um, sure. Mm-hmm. And then I think this took me the longest, meaning I didn't realize it until it was spelled out for me, which is actually what happened with the majority of Kaz's plans, that I had no idea what was happening until it was spelled out for me, or I thought something else completely different was happening. Right. Um, But with the Council of the Tides coming to the uh, auction, I thought Mm -hmm. it was the real... Well, of course. ...tide makers, not the... Grisha refugees. Yeah. And I mean, that one just like, like... Why would you even think that they weren't, though? You mm-hmm. know? So, like, I totally... I was same page with that one. Yeah. Um. So I would think, yeah, those are probably it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so of course, as you know... Too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and then, you know, the, my other favorite thing to do is I like to think about if the characters in book one could see themselves at the end of the books, whatever number books it is, um, sort of who would be the most surprised. And we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. And the only answer I could come up with was Matthias. Um, because one, I don't think he would have thought that he'd be dead. <laughs> um, but two, I think... Um, I think he had the biggest character shift, you know, mm-hmm. like he had the biggest growth storyline he had. I think the next one would be Wylan, right? Like he had the biggest shift in, like in his life from being the merger son to 
like everything that happened in the first book well, to like but at the beginning of the books he had already deserted his father and was living on the streets yeah but also at the end of the books he ends up back in his house well, yeah i think that too but like but just like everything that he went through like cuz when he left his dad's house i'm sure he never thought that he would do all of the things that he did mm. in these books is, I guess, more of what I was trying was trying to gotcha. say about him. But yeah, like okay. I don't, I think, but out of all of the characters, Matthias had the biggest growth and arc, and um, um, because of course they all had moments of growth and realization, mm-hmm. but like right. his was the most dramatic i would say yeah i would agree with that for sure um i don't know that i agree as much with your wyland assessment i mean yes there was big change there but i think um like you said matthias was the most yeah but then for me nina was the other character besides matthias that really because of her magic um no not even that it wasn't necessarily her magic but that is another thing it was that like she's she was a member of the second army. Oh, but I guess that's not when the book but not started. At the, the not book at the beginning started, of the book. She was already she was already a, oh, a member of the dregs. Mm, that's true. Okay, then maybe not as much because I was thinking you know from second army to member of the dregs to infiltrating the ice uh, court to falling in love with a Druskel, to taking Param, to losing her magic and it shifting into something else. But you don't get all of that because that's not actually where the books started. Right. Uh, like, of course, we knew she was part of Second Army, but, right. like, if we're just looking at the books, she they all went through a lot, of mm-hmm. course, but, like... That's what I was thinking, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would say that, like, as soon as I thought about this question, my first immediate thought was, like, not Kaz. (laughs) Right, me too. (laughs) Not Kaz. And because the thing is, is, like, I have this very sinking suspicion that maybe aside from Matthias dying... This all worked out exactly how Kaz wanted it to work out. Oh. Just because we know, because just because we know he has a plan for everything. So, like, (laughs) so, of course, it all worked out exactly how he wanted it to. (laughs) You think he wanted Inej to be captured? I don't think he wanted her to be captured, but, like... He wanted to end up on top, like, he wanted to end up the leader of the drags. He wanted to end up, you know, the... Right, like, it did end where he anticipated he would be, but maybe yeah. not... The path the to path it. The that he yeah. anticipated. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, So. to me. Yeah. Um, yes, I had, the, it's funny, because I had the same thought. I was like, who had the biggest arc? Not Kaz. (laughs) (laughs) Right? There are so many moments where you think he's going to grow, and then he reverts back 
And, but the strange, like, even though that he does that, he still grows as a character. Like, it's so interesting because it's maybe not as noticeable as other characters, but he also has a growth arc. It's just in different ways and maybe not quite as mm-hmm. big ways, but yeah. he certainly, he learned some lessons. He, um, you know, because I don't think the Kaz at the beginning of book one would have brought Inej's parents to her. That's very true. You know, like, yeah. I think he learned a few things along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Yeah. Do you well, have anything else you want to talk about? Um, anything else I want to talk about? Anything you forgot to talk? Anything you forgot to talk about in the previous episodes? Oh, you know, actually, yes. Ooh. So this is like kind of a spoiler, kind of not a spoiler for Shadow and Bone as well. Oh, okay. But I thought about this the other day. That it seems like Lee Bordugo has a bit of a fixation with eyeballs. Because in both series, there have been the removal of eyes as punishment. Um, I don't, I don't know if that... not multiple times. Uh, so then, one, I don't know why I like thought of this as a trend, but two, now I'm wondering if it will happen in the next duology that's also <laughs> part of this series. I love how you call it a fixation with eyeballs when really I think it's just that was a common practice in medieval. I mean, like, the I don't know. You could remove fingers. Like, there are so many oh, other, they did like, that too. common things. <laughs> But no, there are gonna, there's going to be three instances where <laughs> eyes were removed. What's the third instance? Genya, the guy that Kaz popped his eyeball out. And why Bagra. can't I think? Bagra. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yep. I was like, why can't I think of the third one? Um, yes, yes, of course, Bagra. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So on she that, has a, she, has a fixation, she has a fixation with eyeballs. I don't oh know. My That's kind of how it comes across to me. Uh, <laughs> but maybe I'll change my tune if that doesn't happen in the next. Now I'm interested to see if we if we see any right eye eyeball removals or eyebrow related moments. I have to say though that the removal. And this duology actually happened, like, on screen. Like, we as readers yeah. <laughs> actually got to see the process, whereas in yeah. the previous trilogy, it just, like, happened, and then we learned about it later I on. still can't get over it in this one. It was, it was so graphic and revolting, and just, he was just so nonchalant about it. Mm. I just remember, I was like, wait, what just, what just happened? <laughs> I know, I know. Like you, oh god! I was don't like, see it coming. I was it like, was I'm just... sorry. What? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think what happened when I read it I was like, and you know, and there was like, and Kaz popped his eye out, and, and so like I read it at first, and I was like, oh yeah, Kaz popped his, Kaz, Kaz, Kaz did what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I read it at first and was like, oh sure, and then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> 
that definitely happened to me too because of yeah the way that it was written you're just like la da 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 whatever he's trying to extract information from him oh okay yeah. huh what <laughs> what yeah. now he, he cut it he cut his eyelid that's weird but okay oh he cut his eyelid again still weird but i mean whatever do your thing and he popped out his eye oh okay he did what <laughs> uh, oh gosh yeah, so um we're gonna be on the lookout for eyeball removal Oh my gosh. I know. Now I am. I'm going to be like, huh. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll have to see what <laughs> I was going to say what comes up, but maybe I'll say we'll see what comes out. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so join us next week. We will talk about uh King of Scars, book 1 in I think the duology is called the Nikolai duology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we're both pretty excited about that as we love us some Nikolai. Oh, yeah. And um, as always, you can find us on uh, some social media. We're on Instagram at UPM Pod Official. Nope, that's their Twitter one. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> you know you have to do Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. I know. I have to do just... it in order. I have to. We're on Twitter at UPM Pod Official. We're on Instagram at Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast. And then you can email us at Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Bye.